Hey, let's bring back on the show Dr. Bob Thompson. He's the professor of pop culture at Syracuse University. It's kind of timely, Dr. Bob, because Chris Cuomo looks to be out at CNN. Yeah, this uh, I don't see any scenario in which they're going to be able to uh, uh, bring him back again. Uh, they, of course, took him off yesterday. They were all prepared to go on, and then all of a sudden they told Anderson Cooper, guess what, you're doing an extra hour uh, uh, tonight. And, uh, you know, it's what, what information has come out, I think, makes it clear that they uh, had to suspend him, and I think probably not bring him back. But the real uh, issue is he came on their air uh, in August on his show and said, I never made calls to the press about my brother's situation. It appears that that's not the case, and uh, uh, I don't know, I think he's gone. And, you know, he was a big performer for CNN, though his ratings since the uh, – uh, since the governor left, have gone down considerably. Uh, by the end of October, uh, they'd plummeted a lot. Well, Bob, do you want to hear my Doctor Bob? You want to hear my joke about it? Okay, I got a joke. No, no, <laughs> go ahead, Doctor. No, joke. no, give All it right? to him. He was the highest-rated show at CNN. It's kind of like being the skinniest kid at fat camp. That's a joke, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but oh, that's great. The way the story goes, right, is because he initially came out, all he did is advised, adv- gave his brother advice, like any brother would, but did he also give advice on how to destroy or go after the victims? Well, we're in, in the process in this investigation uh, that they're doing of finding exactly uh, uh, what he did do, but it sure looks like he did make calls to press, which he denied uh, uh, denied doing. So it'll, I'm sure we'll get more of these details uh, uh, as they come out. But I'm, I think in, in many ways all of the uh, details, if what we know so far, in fact, turns out to be, uh, verifiable, uh, that in itself is, I, I think, pretty damning. And I'm not exactly sure if he leaves CNN where he will end up. Uh, he's sure not going to Fox, although I can think of the bizarro world in which that could happen, but I don't think that's going to happen. And given the nature of why he left CNN, I don't know that any of the uh, big operations are going to be willing to say, well, well, that wasn't good enough for CNN, but it's good enough for us. Well, and Dr. Bob, I think it's only damning if it's held, if we're holding Chris Cuomo and CNN to previous journalistic uh, standards or expectations. They're CNN. They've been trash. They're no different than Fox. It's all trash. I mean, what he did, was it really so, I don't, I don't get the, the controversy here. Well, I, I think it was. I, and I, I think CNN, and uh, you're right, the, the nature of television journalism since the mid-90s when it went from a just one 24-hour cable news channel to three. Yeah. They had to compete for a comparatively small number. It's not like all 330 million people in the United States uh, are watching cable news. It's a fairly small uh, pie that they suddenly had to divide up between uh, all three. CNN had the uh, uh, the field to itself from 1980 when they started to yeah. the 90s when the others came in. Um, but I, I, I think that uh, you know CNN had his they has had their opinion shows in in prime time just like uh, uh, the rest of them do. Uh, uh, but I, I think uh, CNN still uh, holds up to those uh, uh, journalistic standards, and I certainly think that uh, uh, they ought to, to to say that these are old fashioned standards that nobody pays attention to anymore. Yeah, you simply throw in the towel and say. 
journalism, uh, good journalism doesn't matter. And I think a republic cannot ultimately survive that. And we may not ultimately survive it. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Dr. Bob Thompson is with us, professor of pop culture at Syracuse University. Now, I have been reading different things on the Beatles Get Back documentary that Peter Jackson did on Disney+. Plus. What did you think of it? Okay, and it is—it's—it's it's a commitment. It's only three parts, but they are long. They—they they, some of them get close to three hours apiece. I think the whole thing is over uh, seven and a half hours. If you are interested in the Beatles uh, at all, uh, if you grew up during that period or you've come to uh, uh, be interested later, it is an absolutely fascinating uh, uh, piece of work. I mean, it is a lot of footage restored to the point that it looks like it was shot yesterday, seeing John and uh, Paul and Ringo and George in what looked like, looks like, you know, footage that you could have, uh, 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 could have been recorded uh, uh, today. Yeah. Um, uh, if you are not an enthusiast of uh, the Beatles, uh, it may be a slow go. You may not make it through it because there are long periods of them uh, when they're in these rehearsals talking about their creative process, getting into their uh, tips. People leave, people come back. Uh, if you're into the Beatles, it is fascinating. It's like you're there during this uh, process. So depending on your level of interest, this could be one of the most fascinating things to come out uh, uh, in a long, long time, or it could be something that you won't make it through the first 15 minutes of. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've seen mixed reviews uh Stating exactly what you just said. If you're if you're a Beatles person, then it's great. Otherwise, eight hours. Whew. Anything new that you didn't know? If you're a fan, is there something in it that you're like, wow? That, you know well, what I mean? There's a lot. I mean, I think I think we we've all had this. You know, people who have you know who followed this history have this idea of what exactly happened during this uh, uh, period. Uh, we've seen the original movie, and in many ways, this is about the behind the scenes at the making of the movie uh, back in 1969 in the first place. Uh, but that movie was obviously considerably shorter. We all have certain ideas of uh, what happened in that uh, you know the, the famous rooftop conference. Concert that we finally get at the end of the final episode, um, and here we see there were more songs in that rooftop con- uh, concert. Not I think what yeah. three came out. There's nine uh, uh, performed, and also there was the nature that this whole thing was really kind of a meltdown. And uh, what, what surprised most people, and me too, when we watched it, is that uh, what was going on during that period also had some very funny, warm, uh, you know, uh, conversations uh, among them. It, it wasn't quite as simple as I think most of us believed up until now. Wow. All right. And speaking of uh, old show business, the Beatles, uh, have you? What have you heard? On this whole being, what is it called? Being the Ricardos? Being the Ricardos. I can't wait to see this. It gets theatrical release on the 10th, so in a few days, and then it will go to uh, oh. Netflix on, oh, what is it, 21st, something like that? I, I, Dr. Bob. Oh, no, I'm I, sorry, uh, I think it goes to uh, Prime Video, not Netflix. I'm sorry, Prime Video. I saw a photo yesterday of a young Lucy. God darn it, she was beautiful. Oh, yes, she was uh, a part of her career. By the time she got to I Love Lucy, uh, you know, she'd been in show business for a uh, uh, for a long time. But uh, uh, and was was gorgeous in that more as a comic, uh, uh, you know, physical comedy uh, person. But she was originally kind of the ingenue. 
Ooh, ingenue. No, uh, like uh, yeah. Uh, J.K. Simmons as William Frawley, uh, who of course played uh, Fred Mertz on I Love Lucy, just looks like perfect casting. And I think uh, the, the, a lot of people made some fuss when Nicole Kidman was announced uh, as being Lucille Ball, uh, uh, and they had other candidates they thought would be uh, better. But I, I, I think it may turn out to be a good decision. And of course, this comes from Aaron Sorkin, Syracuse University graduate, um, who has brought us a lot of other great work and has had a couple of really good years. Now, this is a short period in their life, like a week, right? Yeah, right. Technically, yep. the movie is all about uh, the production week of one uh, uh, one episode. So, uh, though I think they're going to go back into it, it investigates their, her uh, uh, brush with uh, the at the communist folks. Sure. Uh, and I think it uh, is going to go into the uh, rumors of uh, Desi Arnaz's uh, infidelities and all of that uh, uh, kind of thing, but uh, the idea of giving I Love Lucy, one of the great classics of old American television, uh, the treatment, the Aaron Sorkin treatment by somebody who became one of the great uh, 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 people of the later years of television. Um, I can't wait for. I've, I'm, I'm crossing out the days in the calendar. I believe I heard, you know, because <laughs> she's got a she's got a podcast going. They're taking old episodes of her TV show and they took, turned it into a podcast. I believe I heard her daughter in an interview talking about when this was sold to Prime when they decided to go ahead with the project. I believe Ron Howard announced he's going to do a more documentary piece. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I think there's a lot of uh, material to be mined in this. And, you know, Lucy, unlike some of the old TV, which once streaming came out and you weren't forced to watch this because there was nothing else on, uh, uh, a lot of the older shows have really uh, uh, you know, disappeared, especially from the consciousnesses of younger people. But there are a lot of young people, including people, you know, kids, who uh, usually through their parents uh, uh, get introduced to uh, Old I Love Lucy, and they still hold up really, really well. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, Doc. when I think Lucy, though, I was a child of the 70s, Dr. Bob, and I think of the when she did the second show in the 70s. Or where the she third was, show? She was kind of the chain-smoking, uh, like, was she in a newsroom? Yeah, she did, uh, uh, what, it was Here's Lucy and The Lucy Show, uh, they brought in Gail Gordon, first as Mr. Mooney, who I yes. think was actually quite brilliant uh, in that uh, role. And then he became her, in the third show, he became her, like, uncle or something like that. He was part of the uh, family. But, yeah, those um, old and black and white. she was Grandma white. Lucy in a short-run, half-season show I in the I think that 80s. was her daughter's uh, sitcom, yeah, wasn't it? very good memory. And Lucy did a, uh, a couple yeah. of, she did a serious made-for-TV movie own pillow or something, I think it was called. She played a, 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 a person on the street, a, a homeless uh, person. So she did some uh, other things. But, of course, the, the classic was uh, I Love Lucy. Sure. They also, before she went on and did the ones in color, she and Desi, even after they had uh, uh, broken up, did a couple of hour things, the Lucy Desi hour, I think it uh, was, um, which, of course, were never in the rerun uh, rotation, so very few people have seen those. But th those had their moments as well. Yeah. Harry Potter Tournament uh, of Houses. I've been seeing this. Uh, Ellen Mirren, I believe, is the yeah. host. I've been seeing this. My kids are into it. 
Yeah, I, okay. Like uh, like the uh, Beatles documentary series, if you're into Harry Potter, this is, of course, uh, uh, great fun. The first of four episodes debuted on uh, the 28th, so a couple, of, uh, uh, a couple of days ago. And Helen Mirren, even though she didn't appear in any of the movies, uh, you'd swear five minutes into this that she did, because she's, of course, uh, uh, got that whole Harry Potter vibe uh, going. But it's essentially a, uh, uh, a game show, and uh, teams are in different houses. Uh, it's kind of a uh, uh, family feud, but instead of families, it's Hufflepuff and Gryffindor uh, uh, kind of thing. Um, so, again, if you know nothing about the Harry Potter world, this is going to be fairly meaningless to you. Uh, but if you're into it, it's a foretaste of the big moment for uh, Harry Potter fans, which comes January 1st, 2022, when the HBO Max reunion comes out with all of the old cast, and uh, uh, you know that's going to be another way in which they're milking this at the 20th anniversary, not of the appearance of the books, but the appearance of the first movie. Wow, it's huge, man. It's yeah, huge. My it kid's still reading it. He's in third grade. Now they're going through it. It's they say huge, the yeah. Harry Potter world down at Disney is every bit as popular still as the Star Wars. Yeah, down in, down in uh, uh, Orlando. Yeah. It's in Universal, isn't it the Harry Potter thing? Is it but wherever it, it is? Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Down there, and I have to say, it really delivers. That yeah, is, I went down there when I was in my late fifties, and uh, uh, it was still a lot of fun. Well, Doctor Bob, we appreciate it as always, and we'll do it again soon. I can't wait. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, Doc.